Hey friends, welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your non-dietitian, trainer, and host Katie, and this is episode 304. Now, there may be a way that you can stop hating photos of yourself and maybe actually look forward to getting in the photos. According to a survey conducted by the American Psychological Association, 70%, 70% of adults in the United States report feeling negative about their physical appearance. Remember, body image is how you see yourself. It's how you perceive yourself and the way you feel about your physical self, but it's also how you experience life in your body. When we talk about body image healing, it's commitment to the ongoing work. Remember that, you know, body image healing, it's a process. It's a journey. It's not a destination. It is not about arriving and checking a box. It's about having the tools in your toolbox so that you can handle the more challenging days. You know, for example, you don't go to therapy to stop being sad. We go to therapy to better handle those emotions, the feeling of sadness, and to be better able to cope on the days you feel sad. So just keep that in mind. I want to keep that in the back of your head as we go through today's episode. And I also want to encourage you to listen to episode 280 if you haven't already. If you are interested in this topic, I have a feeling that you're going to like that episode where we talk about body checking and how to stop yourself. So today's topic is how to stop hating pictures of yourself because this is such a frequent conversation that comes up with clients that I hear around family members, around friends especially as at the time of this recording, as we head into the summer months and people just not wanting to be in photos. And so you're not alone. If you find yourself comparing your here and now body to maybe a smaller past version of you, maybe comparing to others in the photo, looking at a photo, maybe on social media or just on your phone and wishing you look different, feeling like you should look different, or even have clients express that the photo of them that they're looking at, it just doesn't reflect how they feel, right? There's maybe a sense of body dysmorphia, like I don't feel like the person that I'm seeing. Maybe you find yourself picking apart the rolls, the dimples, the freckles, the wrinkles, the hair, you know, your face, basically picking apart every physical flaw. Another interesting statistic I want to share with you is that there was a survey conducted by Dove, which uh, just love all of Dove's work when it comes to the beauty industry. I posted something recently on LinkedIn. Why did I post it on LinkedIn and not anywhere else? I have no idea. Postpartum brain, that's where I'm at. But I'll see if I can reshare it in our Facebook group because it was just truly moving. But anyways, Dove did a survey and only 4% of the women that they surveyed around the world considered themselves beautiful. And that breaks my heart because 72% of those women surveyed feel pressure to look a certain way. The goal is to not love every photo of yourself, but to be able to look at even a, you know, bad photo of yourself, whatever that means, and not have that inner critic or your inner mean girl voice pop up and send you down that body shaming spiral that if you're listening to this, I think we've all been there. So the goal is that you can simply look at a photo, not like it, say, you know, not my best photo and move on without having a lot of emotions or a lot of negative emotions involved to it. 
Today, I'm going to share with you some strategies, some tips that have helped some of my clients, but just know that if you are in need of more support, you can go to katiehake.com forward slash schedule to book a free strategy call to work with our team. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. The first strategy I want to give you to stop hating yourself in photos is identify where these negative beliefs are coming from. We talk a lot on this podcast about the importance of reframing that negative self-talk and and really shifting and changing your mindset. So it's important to recognize that negative thoughts, they don't just come out of thin air. Diet culture and more specifically our society is obsessed with these unrealistic beauty and body ideals. I think of just recently, just last week, I was with, you know, family and extended family members and already getting comments. You know, I am three weeks, almost four weeks postpartum at the time of this recording and comments about my body and, you know, this expectation about what it looks like and what it should look like and, you know, keep breastfeeding because that's a great way to lose the weight. And it's just, you know, fascinating and sad really to think about the culture that we live in and that, you know, a belly, a body that is at one point celebrated and such a beautiful thing immediately once that baby is here on the earth, there is that pressure to get rid of that belly and just look a certain way. And it's, it's such a vulnerable stage in a woman's life. And anyways, I could talk about that specific topic. We'll have to save that for another podcast episode. But the point is, there's so much pressure, there's so many unrealistic beauty standards that it's just, it's everywhere. You know, it's in conversations, it's in the media, it's in social media, it's on TV, it's on the radio. So much money is spent on diets, on Botox, skincare, hair, nails, etc., in order to attempt to really fit the standard. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to get Botox or to dye your hair or get your nails done. That's not the point. But the point is I want you to just recognize, right, that, okay, this is a thing. This is part of the world that we live in, that it is normal. It's the norm. It's the standard for people, specifically women to spend money and invest, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally on all these different things and products to make us feel or look a certain way, right? From a very young age, especially here in the United States, we're taught that our value is linked to our appearance, that we must look a certain way, we must be a certain size in order to be accepted, in order to be successful, in order to be respected, and in order to be loved. The diet industry makes over $100 billion per year. I mean, that statistic, it's probably even more than that. Selling the idea that fat is bad and that our bodies need to be changed. 
And then the beauty industry, right? It kind of goes hand in hand. They also convince us that we need to buy these products in order to be better. And so ask yourself, really identify, okay, how is social media? How are all these external factors, maybe even factors of like conversations and how you're raised and your family and your immediate circle, you know, how are these things shaping the perception of myself? Ask yourself, where's the majority of your messages coming from? And simply start to bring awareness to the negative thoughts, because we can't do anything with those thoughts until we recognize like, okay, I'm looking at this photo. Wow. Boom. I'm starting to pick myself apart. Okay. Noted. The next strategy is get curious about the thoughts, right? That first strategy, you're just kind of seeing the dots. And this next strategy, you're starting to maybe connect the dots or put some thought to them. So you might ask yourself questions like, what's the story I'm telling myself about this photo? Where did I come up with this story? Or, you know, when did I create this story? Who taught me this? You know, maybe it's an angle of your leg. And if you really take a step back to think about it and pause on the story, you remember maybe your grandmother making a comment about your thighs in the summer. And for some reason, seeing this photo of you in a bikini or in a bathing suit or in shorts, you see your thighs and you immediately go back to that moment. So think about that. Just like really get curious. And again, when we talk about curiosity, especially from doing body image work or even with intuitive eating work, really important to be curious, but not judgmental, right? Think about it as you're just asking questions. You're just gaining more insight, gaining more data to the thoughts in your head, right? No big deal. Neutral. As neutral as you can be. I know that's easier said than done. The third strategy is to reflect on the memories, reflect on the reality, all the other things that were happening in that photo. So what was actually happening in the moment? Instead of focusing on how you look, can you think about, you know, the what, the why behind the photo? Were you on vacation with family? You know, was there like a beautiful view or some sort of spot that you went to, a destination that, you know, had just a gorgeous landscape and environment? Maybe there was delicious food that you tried when you were in this photo or behind this photo. What were some of the conversations that you had with the people that you were with? Was there something about this event, the day, the time, the people, the place that just made you laugh, that brought you joy? So often we get so stuck in us and our appearance and we forget about why did we even take that photo in the first place, right? Most of the time we're taking photos or somebody is taking a photo because they want to capture that joy. They want to capture that moment. They want to capture just everything about it, right? Versus just the physical appearance. So see if you can challenge yourself to zoom out and think about all those other pieces of of really the puzzle. The fourth strategy is to reflect on your previous body. So if this, let's say you're looking at old photos on, you know, gosh, time hop, do people still use time hop? I don't know, whatever, all those apps that are like pop up memories for you and history, memories, whatever, all those things. They're great. But maybe you're looking back on a smaller version of you. And so you can ask questions like, what is it about that body that I'm missing? What is it? Or is there something about that body that you're looking at that you think is going to make life better now? 
Like what would being in that size body, how would that make my life better now? What was going on for you mentally, emotionally at that time? I know if I look back to photos of myself when I was at my leanest, you know, lowest body fat percentage, I was a wreck. Like it was not a good place for me. You know, yes, of course there were highs, but there were some low lows where, you know, I was not taking care of myself. I was not in a good space mentally, you know, let alone maybe physically I was strong, but mentally, wow, was, was I pretty weak? You might even ask yourself, what did you have to do to sacrifice, to maintain that body or size? Were you happy in that body at that time? Or were you still trying to change it? Right. Again, I know from, I can only speak for myself in this regard, but when I think back to the photos where I was the leanest, that still wasn't good enough for me at that time, right? I was still chasing to try to lose five more pounds or whatever it was. Like it was, it was never enough where I was at. And I do also want to acknowledge now that I'm recording this episode that, you know, I do have a lot of body privilege. I live in a body that is considered, you know, a thin ideal. You know, I don't face the same judgments that people do living in a larger body and being a, you know, straight white female that many people who aren't able-bodied or, you know, face different challenges. So I just want to call that out and recognize that, that everybody's situation is different. And it's important to recognize the body privilege that we do have because it makes a difference. So again, going back to that, were you happy in that body at that time? Or were you still trying to change it? Whether it was like changing the physical body, maybe trying to shrink your body, getting smaller, your body weight, or in other ways, right? Maybe your body was at a place that you were like, oh yeah, I feel great here, but you were still trying to go tanning all the time or worried about your hair looks or other other physical aspects of your body. And the fifth strategy I'm going to leave you with today is to feel the feels. I know we don't like to do it, but we need to do it. Remember, you're human and it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to grieve a former body, especially one that's just not realistic. Maybe it's not sustainable. Maybe it's not healthy for you right now or ever again. Give yourself grace because no one is motivated by shame. We are not motivated by that Jillian Michaels, the awful show, Biggest Loser, where we just shame people into weight loss and changing their health. Like That is not how us humans change. The shame spiral just keeps us stuck. It keeps us stuck in the suck. And we don't actually change by criticizing ourselves. Remind yourself that it's just a photo. I don't know the quote exactly, but I've seen it floating around on social media that the camera can never capture like the beauty of a sunset. And so, you know, it's never going to be able to capture the beauty of, of you and everything that you are and who you are. And so remember that your body is not meant to stay the same size, same shape, same appearance forever. Like that is just life. We are constantly growing and changing, not just physically, but hopefully also mentally, emotionally, and spiritually as well. So I hope this is encouraging to you that, you know, you can get to the point where you can look at photos and you can get used to this experience. And my one tip I want to give you to take away, one challenge I want to leave you with is continue to just expose yourself both in photos and in mirrors. What do I mean by that? There's, I mean, depending on, again, where you're at in your non-diet journey and your body image journey, this might be something that you do work with a therapist as well. But some of my clients, we have done 
mirror exposure therapy where basically they just take some time, again, depending on your bandwidth, depending on a lot of different things, to look at themselves in the mirror and really just, or a photo and non judgmental, just like look at yourself, you know, especially for me in this postpartum body, that has been an experience of just, wow, this is my body now. This is what it looks like. Because the more that you can spend time, exposing yourself to actually see you for who you are. A photo doesn't seem as dysregulating, right? Because you see who you are. Now, again, we could do a whole other podcast episode on that and mere exposure therapy. Maybe I can get a therapist to come on and talk about it. But you know, it's really interesting when you think about it and body dysmorphia and again, how our perception can shift so drastically just in a given day when it comes to your body. So Practice that self-compassion, experiment with some of these different strategies until you find what works for you. And remember that you are beautiful, you're worthy, regardless of how you look in photos. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.